0: Happy Sunday! It's Sunday. Bring the sun out. Beautiful winter we're having. Um, This episode, I think, I think this will be a lot. This will be a bit different because I think that uh, you know we're doing. I'm doing one of these every single day, and I think it's okay to have a bit of variety. I feel different today, man. I feel just I have a lot of energy and I feel good and I feel inspired. Um, It's just been a great day, so. I, this morning, went out and I did the longest run that I've ever done. I did a half uh, marathon, which is 21 kilometers. And I don't know, man. It's just a weird feeling. I didn't expect to feel like this um, after doing it. It wasn't even something that I really planned. Basically, what happened was I run, you know, I just decided that during all of this lockdown, all this type of stuff. That it's your—it's really your decision, as with anything in life, as to how you respond to things. And you can sit around and you can whine about, oh, this got canceled, Christmas is canceled, Thanksgiving—you can do that if you want to. That's completely up to you. That's fine. And you can also go, how do I use this time? What is the, how can I improve? And what is the opportunity right now? And I realize my opportunity is—I've never had so much free time. To, you know, one, start this podcast. That's one of the things I've been able to do. And two is the other one is uh, exercise. To, when I was back traveling all the time with comedy. And, you know, I would be on the road every single weekend. Of course, that impacts being able to exercise, being able to control the diet, that type of stuff. And this is a rare opportunity where, yes, it does suck that that stuff is gone. Yeah, it does suck. I would love to be out there traveling around performing in clubs every single weekend, doing comedy, but that's not an option. So what is the next best thing or what is something I can do right now that's positive? Oh, I can take this time to be, get in the best shape ever to to really to exercise or whatever, you know, and it's not about exercising. It's about what can you use this time to do in a positive way? And so I decided I'm just going to I'm going to try and run. I'm going to and I I've really gotten into it. And I run every single day and I do five kilometers every single day. And up until this point, I've done five kilometers every day as fast as I can. And it's like with anything in life, eventually you keep doing it, you keep doing it and you hit a plateau. And I said, well, let's try something new. Let's try a new challenge. I know I can do 5k, but I woke up this morning and I said, well, I've told myself this story that I'm really fast at a shorter distance, like a five kilometer distance. But I'm not, a, I'm not a long distance runner. That's the story I told myself. I'm like, is that even true? Well, why don't we try it? Let's just try something. So I said, all right, let's try to do a 10K. And I started plotting the route on my computer. Um, there's a website called like Run Planner. You can actually start plotting just where you think you're going to run. And it'll tell you the distance. I started plotting it and I got to 10K. And then I said, oh, well, what about let's just do 15 then. So it's significant. And I plotted a route for 15 and the 15 K ended up in the middle of nowhere, like <laughs> next to an Arby's, which by the way, shut up. All right. Just a quick aside, dude, Arby's. What are you? You're you. Okay. I will give them credit because they realize you got to choose a lane and dominate. And they said, we're going <laughs> to dominate Rose beef. That must have been the craziest corporate meeting of all time. We're going to be the best (laughs) roast beefers. (laughs) It sounds gross. We're going to roast beef it, dude. I don't know. It's actually pretty good. I've had Arby's probably twice in my life. I don't regret it. I don't really remember it either. It's just weird to to eat roast beef and like a hamburger bun. But that's not the point of this story or the point of roast beef. By the way, roast beef is like the quintessential meat of every buffet you ever go to. Dude, every buffet. That's how you know roast beef is. What is roast beef? Like, for real, what is it? It's always like, okay. No one would go to a fancy restaurant or like on a special occasion and go give me your best... (laughs) roast beef roast beef is like the middle the mediocre meat and that's why they serve it at buffets it's probably made in a lab somewhere but that's what i'm talking about the mediocrity maybe that's a metaphor for what i'm talking about here this roast beef life that we're all living this roast beef so the 15k run that i planned and in the middle of nowhere. And I said, you know what? If I'm going to go out there today and I'm going to do a long run, which is out of my comfort zone, which I've never done, which I never do. Let's just do a 21. Let's do 21 kilometers because then at least it's a half marathon. And let's try it. And the weird part to me is that instead of being, you know, surrounded or enveloped, if that's even a word, em- enveloped, <laughs> enveloped by fear about trying a new distance. I actually was very excited. Cuz I thought why not let's it's it's a new thing. And I was more excited than I was afraid even though keep in mind this is four times more than my regular distance that I've been doing every day. But I said let's it's it's exciting to try a new challenge. I think anyway. I think it's always exciting to try let's push it. Let's see what we can do. And so I plotted a route and it just so happened that 21 kilometers around the river in Calgary, which has tremendous running trails, the 21 kilometers ends basically back where I would start. And I said, that's perfect. It was meant to be. That's a sign from the running gods. It is the sign from the half marathon, Jesus, that this is what I need to do. And so as soon as I saw that, I said, let's just go. And I went down there today and... Normally, when I do a 5K and I'm doing my fastest pace, I'll put on, like I said, Mr. Biscuit, which is Limp Biscuit. I call him Mr. Biscuit. Dr. Biscuit to you, buddy. Or I'll put on some Linkin Park. Dude, if you listen to Linkin Park doing anything, you will get 10% more violent than your regular, how you are normally. There's something about Linkin Park. It gets you so fired up. You could if you're in a grocery if you're in Costco, God help you. And you put on Linkin Park in your ears, you will be kicking grocery carts into the frozen chicken. And you and you know what? You're right. And you should. Cuz Linkin Park gets you fired up. So I do that on runs where I need a lot of energy. So I'll put Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, Nickelback, and I'm not afraid to say it, I'll put Nickelback. Fires you up, man. And today I said, I'm going to do a slower pace. I'm doing a longer distance. I'll just put on a podcast, I put on Joe Rogan podcast. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. I just went, I stayed at a low pace and it's a weird feeling. It's just one of those things where it was a new challenge. And the real hard part with going the longer distance is just your legs. They die, dude. By By my seventh kilometer, I was like, oh, let's do two laps of this and do a marathon today. Cause my legs still felt okay. And then by like the 13th kilometer, they were so dead. I was like, Oh my God, when does this end? But the point is not about running or any of that shit, dude. It's about, I honestly believe that you observe yourself doing stuff all day long. Whether you think about it or not, you have to think about, you almost sit behind yourself like three or four feet behind yourself and you watch, what am I doing? And so when you watch yourself do something difficult and push through pain and push through your brain wanting to give up, that's, and you, and you push through and you do it anyway. And then you accomplish the thing that you said uh, that you wanted to do. Even if it's like, I want to run two kilometers and it hurts and you do it. When you watch yourself do that and complete a task, that's what gives you confidence. That's what gives you a positive feeling. And that's what makes you feel good about yourself. That's what I've learned through all of this, through running throughout this pandemic. The greatest thing I've learned is that by pushing yourself through something that you don't feel like doing, or that you know, is going to suck or that's going to hurt. But it's for the right reason is that when you're done it, and when you do it, you gain a sense of happiness. You gain a sense of, I'm proud of myself and confidence. And that's where that comes from. Like all this stuff that they, you know, all this like positive thinking and that type of thing is good. But if you just positive think about things without taking any action or without doing anything, it doesn't mean anything because you're BSing yourself. At that point, you're just lying to yourself. If you sit around all day and you don't do anything and then you positive think like, I'm very, yes, I feel very good about my activity. You're just, you're bullshitting yourself. But if you go out there and you push yourself to do something that you knew was hard, and like I said, it's not running. It could be having a tough conversation. It could be um, responding to emails that you didn't want to respond to. It could be getting up early, whatever it is. When you watch yourself do that, that's where you don't even have to worry about thinking positively because you see yourself positive because you go, oh, I can do that. I've watched myself. I prove you have to prove yourself to yourself. And that's all I'm saying. And I know this is a bit weird. This is a bit uh, of a different direction than the other episodes. But it's how I feel today. And it's a genuine place to come from. Because I think there's a lot of lessons there to be learned. And I feel like so much of everything right now is focused on just like thinking. Just think your way out of stuff. You know, sit down and, and meditate. And think your way through. And I'm like, I don't think that's what you need to do. I think you need to act your way through. You need to just do things. And... Prove to yourself that you can do it. Now let's move on. I've said my piece. And uh, let's talk about an even bigger issue right now, which is the ongoing dishwasher controversy. So I put up another photo today. And uh, (laughs) people are looking at this, man. We got another update here. I just put it out to the world. I put the photo of how Jen loaded that dishwasher out to people and let's see what the status is right now i said is it normal or insane 87 percent insane 13 percent correct we got bowls going everywhere and that's what i'm saying man it's crazy out here i mean what are other tips that you guys get into another one that i found that we always fight over is the uh the the, the i feel like she steals the whole blanket like i feel like girls take the blanket Off the bed, we have a full, I mean, we have like nine blankets on there for some reason. The bed is covered in blankets. And I always feel like I start off good. I start off good when I go to sleep, right? 10, 10.30 p.m. I'm laying there. I got full coverage. And every night I wake up at 1 a.m. and I, where's my blanket? And I look over and Jen looks like she might be transitioning into a butterfly. I look over and full caterpillared just wound up in all of the blankets and then I have to unroll a human like a toilet paper roll I have to un <laughs> unroll her to get any back so that's one that we always have another one was oh man this was one low key this used to drive me crazy so when the toilet paper is done I think that you put a new one on the roll and for some reason, somebody, and I'm not naming names, somebody was putting the toilet paper, not on the roll, but like sitting on top. You know how it just sits on top, like sideways to the point I actually had to, I started thinking maybe, maybe they don't know how to put it on the roll. Maybe they don't know how to load the toilet paper. And she proved it to me. And she did it. And I was like, well, let's just do that the whole time. So that's another one that we always that's another, I think, point of contention with any couple. Um oh dude, do you guys ever deal with this? Is like and to be honest, I don't I gotta give props to Jen, because I don't know how she deals with this. Is I snore like crazy. Like she has recorded it in the night and and made me listen to it. And I'm like, I might I'm like, dude, I might die. Like, what is going on? And I actually went to a doctor about this because I've snored. I have snored my whole life, my whole life. Even before I was born, they said, my mom said I would wake her in the middle of the night snoring inside of her stomach. I don't know what it is. I just snore. I got a thick neck. That's what I like to say. I got a thick neck, dog. And I actually went to the doctor one time and he said I had pull-ups in my nose. So then I had to go to this special, you know when a doctor is like, refers you to another doctor. That's a bad sign to me when they're like, this is even outside of what I know what to do. You got to go to the ENT, which is ear, nose and throat doctor. There's some, there's a doctor out there who just does ear, nose and throat. And of course the day that I go, my mom comes with me and guess what? He's training some new nurse, some new nurse who's just my age. And I don't care what your medical issue is. You do not want to have a doctor or a nurse that's like the same age as you. Diagnosing, looking through. It's just weird. Because I'm like, am I going to run into this person later? Am I going to see you at the nightclub? And you're like, oh yeah, that's the guy with the gross ass nose. (laughs) And I know they're not supposed to tell, but I don't know. I can't keep a secret. So, of course, that's the day he's training Lindsay. Lindsay, the medical student. And he's like, do you mind if Lindsay sits in on our session? And what am I going to say? No. You think I'm going to ruin her dreams of being an ENT? I'm going to pass up this great opportunity for Lindsay to see my pull-ups? So they go through my nose. Dude, I almost threw up in that office because they, they put the camera... Ugh. Makes me want to throw up right now. They put that camera down my nose. And then they show you the footage as if I want to see. I'm like, I don't want to see this stuff. If there was a YouTube channel called Todd's Ear, Nose, and Throat. I would not subscribe. And now he's facing the TV towards me. Going, well, that's a, here's your nose. And then we go down your throat. And oh, there's no polyps." And I go, oh, great. Good thing I sat here and tried to not throw up for two minutes. Well, you guys stuck a camera down my nose. And all I can think when I'm trying to not throw up is I just do the alphabet. A, B, C, D. And the closer I get to throw up, I do it rap- more rapid. A, B, C, A, B, C, D, D. And then if I get really close, I start doing it in Spanish. a bados. Be this. So, yeah, absolutely brutal, dude. And I've gone to like... So, here's the thing. Okay, so I've snored my whole life. And it's bad. I snore all the time. Super loud. And I went to a doctor one time. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. This is easy to fix. I'm like, that's great. And he's like, yeah, we're, we're going to... uh Put you under. I'm like, that's great. I like anesthetic. And then we're going to cut open your throat. I'm like, it's getting a little risky. And we're going to cut open your throat. And we're just going to shave off a little piece of this bone. And when someone says casually, they're going to cut your neck open. And just shave off a little piece of this bone. I go, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm not a holiday turkey, right? I'm not a wood project in shop class where you just shave off part of my body. And the best part was I'm like, well, what's the odds this will work? He's like, "Eh, that's like half. It's like 50%. I'm like, oh, yeah. Let me go through all of this, cut my neck open, shave off part of a bone with a 50/50 shot that I'm not going to snore. And also, I'm not even doing this for me. I'm doing this for everyone else cuz I can't hear me snore. So that was a no-go. And then I actually went to the uh the dentist for like a, some mouthpiece for snoring and they're like, "Yeah, it's going to be $7,000." And I'm like, "Dude, I again, bro, what is this made of? It's $7,000 for a for a snore?" Thing that goes in my mouth. So guys, all I'm trying to tell you. If I could recap what this episode is about. Which has been very, like, thematically, it's sort of been all over the place. But that's okay because it's Sunday. And it's a Sunday fun day. And I say, I would say that the denouement. Which is the end of a story. The denouement. Is to do things that are difficult. That you know are the right thing to do. Because you prove to yourself that you can do those things. And that's what builds confidence and character. And what am I, a Boy Scout now? But I do believe in that. And the other thing is, if you snore, just do it, man. Just be you. Why can't I just be me and snore? Actually, one real quick thing was, I actually had a... (laughs) Dude, I had this like little purple snore thing because when I went to the snore doctor the first time she said all right we can do that neck surgery whatever 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 but she also as that doctor invented a device that would suck your tongue forward so that it wouldn't be in the back of your throat would help snoring whatever whatever now the device she invented happened to look exactly like a soother I'm not kidding it's purple and it looked exactly like a baby soother so the first time that I ever went on the road as a comedian Chris Gordon took me to open for him like I said in Grand Prairie I've talked about this in earlier episodes and I didn't know I thought that we would share a room and I said don't worry and I remember showing him I was like don't worry because I have actually uh I have this I snore but I have this <laughs> dude he's like you have a fucking, you have a soother? And he still roasts me to that to this day about that. He's like, you have a pink, a purple soother that you wear so you don't snore. I'm so ashamed. I mean, at least he knows I, at least he doesn't know I was wearing diapers also to not pee the bed. So, whatever. But that's that, bam. Sunday. I really hope you guys can do something this weekend. Um, that's hard, challenging. Put put yourself out there, man. Let's do it. Take advantage of this time. Like I said. Give yourself a hug. And I will talk to you guys when the week begins on our favorite day, Monday. See you then. Bye-bye.